Typhoon Tisoy wreaking havoc in parts of the Philippines. It has damaged homes, caused power outages, and forced tens of thousands to evacuate. Philippine airport authorities also shutting down the country's main gateway because of Tisoy. The United States dealing with bad weather as well. A winter storm pummeling through northeastern United States. And Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte names two new Supreme Court justices. Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. Damaged homes, power outages, and tens of thousands evacuated. All because of Tisoy. That's a 20th typhoon to hit the Philippines this year. Internationally known as Kamuri, Tisoy is barreling through parts of the country with strong winds and heavy rain. Government offices and schools are closed in affected areas. Dozens of domestic and international flights as well as sea travel have been canceled, leaving thousands of passengers stranded at ports. The typhoon comes as the Philippines is hosting the 30th Southeast Asian Games. Organizers have already postponed several events. Some people were asking if we will extend the sea games. I said no. There's no uh, extension. We, there's always a solution by the technical delegate uh, and to talk to all the participating teams on a possible realignment of the competition format. Manila's main gateway shut down as a safety precaution. All terminals of the Ninoy Aquino International Airport, or the NAIA, are closed from 11 in the morning to 11 p.m. or Tuesday because of Typhoon Tisoy. More than 100,000 passengers and hundreds of international flights will be affected by the 12-hour closure. Airport authorities say regular flights will resume when they reopen the airport. Affected flights will be rescheduled to prevent airport congestion and unnecessary delays. Ang usapan natin ay unahin yung schedule na parating and then unahin din yung recovery ng aircraft na nag-evacuate. Para sa ganun, bukas ng umaga, normal na operasyon natin na ma ma marurotate na natin ng yung airplano as, as schedule. While airport operations are expected to normalize Wednesday morning, authorities are not yet ruling out the possibility the NAIA closure may be extended. The Legazpi Airport damaged by violent winds and intense rain from Typhoon Tisoy. Albay Governor Al Francis Bichada says the airport's walls and ceilings were torn down and windows shattered. Bichada says they will conduct a full assessment once the bad weather passes. The Civil Aviation Authority of the Philippines, or CAAP, has sent a team to Legazpi to look into the damage. CAAP says it is also looking into the situation at other airports in the Bicol region. We're doing our uh, level best na maging operational siya by tomorrow morning. Inaabangan pa namin yung uh, mas bate kung ano nangyari. So naga and mas bate, but I, I'm uh, pretty sure, uh, I hope, na wala, wala masyadong damage. Three people have been reported injured in the Philippine province of Samar due to Typhoon Tisoy. Local disaster officials say two were hurt by storm debris while one was injured by a collapsed wall. All are now out of danger. Floods and landslides also reported in some Samar towns. Some 200 families have been evacuated. 
Well, Typhoon Tisoy slightly weakens and is now heading to Batangas. Six provinces are still under signal number three, including Burias Island, Rumbron, the southern part of Quezon, Marinduque, Oriental Mindoro, and Occidental Mindoro. Over 20 areas are under signal number two, including Metro Manila, Bulacan, Nueva Ecija, Camarines Sur, Camarines Norte, Albay, and Catanduanes. Over a dozen areas still under signal number one. Tisoy is expected to exit the Philippine area of responsibility Thursday morning. Sa susunod na 24 oras nga ay tatawid dito at pag sa Mindoro and then pagsapit ng gabi ay nasa may West Philippines na ito. No? Bukas ng umaga ay nasa 280 kilometers ito sa west-southwest ng Subic, Sambales. Nasa loob pa rin po ito ng PAR pero makikita natin within 24-hour period nagkakaroon tayo ng gradual na paghina. Typhoon pa rin po ito. The National Grid Corporation of the Philippines ready to respond to any possible typhoon damage to its power lines. NGCP spokesperson Cynthia Albanza says they are closely monitoring areas hit by the storm. She adds emergency restoration systems are already in place. But one of the things NGCP employs is what we call an emergency restoration system. They're prefabricated blocks. Uh, um, steel um, pieces that we can put together in different configurations. Mm. We can erect um, one tower without heavy equipment, with only our line personnel uh, in the middle of a mountain or in the middle of a field, uh, and we can do that one, one line personnel, I think one or two a day. Mm. So that sounds like it's pretty slow, but considering how tall these structures are and considering that there will be no heavy equipment, uh, we can do restorations of several towers in just a few days. Power distributor Meralco also advising its customers to brace for possible power outages. The typhoon is affecting Meralco's franchise areas in Metro Manila, Bulacan, Rizal, Cavite, Quezon, Batangas, and Laguna. Rough weather as well in the U.S., a blizzard-like storm that has been raging across America since the Thanksgiving holiday slams into the Northeast. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo has declared a state of emergency after the winter storm blanketed much of the Northeast with thick snow. More than 4,000 flights have been canceled in several cities, including Newark, San Francisco, New York, and Boston. Heavier snowfall is in the forecast Tuesday. The storm that swept through the West Coast before Thanksgiving slowly rolled across the U.S. It drenched some areas with rain, others in snow and strong winds. A call of no surrender from the U.N. Secretary General at the ongoing COP25 climate summit in Madrid. The U.N. chief also urging world leaders to not just follow but take the lead in the fight against climate change. Choose hope over surrender in the fight against climate change. That's the call from UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres as the COP25 climate summit began in Madrid on Monday. Two weeks of talks aimed at bolstering the 2015 Paris Agreement to curb global warming began against a backdrop of unusually severe weather disasters this year, from fires in the Arctic, Amazon and Australia to intense tropical hurricanes. Guterres, a leading climate advocate, urged governments to lead the way. And so my strong appeal to political leaders here today is please do lead, do not follow. 
because societies are moving, business communities are moving, local authorities are moving, the youth is moving, it is for political leaders to be able to take profit of this movement and to lead for us to be able to defeat climate change. It was a message echoed by the Speaker of the US House of Representatives, Nancy Pelosi, who pledged the country's commitment to the cause. For future generations. This is a mission, this is a passion, uh, this is a scientifically based approach to all of it. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we're here to say to all of you, on behalf of the House of Representatives and the Congress of the United States, we're still in it. Scientists say the existing pledges made under the Paris Accord fall far short of the kind of action needed to avert the most disastrous consequences of global warming. Delegates are hoping to use the summit, which wraps up on December 13, to inject fresh momentum into the process. New appointees from Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte to the Supreme Court and the Office of the Ombudsman. ABS CBS Mike Navalio on the line now for details. Mike, go ahead. Hi, Carmina. Two new associate justices have been appointed to the Supreme Court. Sources from the Court of Appeals and the Judicial and Bar Council tell ABS-CBN News. Court of Appeals besides Executive Justice Edgardo de los Santos and Court of Appeals Associate Justice Mario Lopez have been appointed by President Duterte to replace Senior Associate Justice Antonio Carpio and Associate Justice Francis Abdeleza, respectively. De los Santos was appointed last year to head the Visayas Station of CA in Cebu. He has served the judiciary for 40 years. The son of a fisherman, De Los Santos graduated from the University of San Carlos in Cebu and rose from the ranks working as a legal researcher, technical assistant, court attorney, municipal trial court judge in Dumaguete City before being appointed regional trial court judge in Bacolod City. He was known as the Habal Habal judge who would go to work and ferry his family to a motorcycle. While at the Court of Appeals, De Los Santos spent the decision prohibiting the Cebu City government from dumping garbage at the Inayawan landfill which was affirmed by the Supreme Court last year. He also affirmed murder and rape convictions of frat men. Lopez, meanwhile, was the CA justice who dismissed the writ of Amparo petition of rights groups Carapatan, RSMP, and Gabriela against the president and high-ranking government officials over alleged threats to its members' lives, liberty, and security. A native of La Union, Lopez finished his law degree at the San, San Beda College and graduated cum laude. He later took his Master of Laws at the University of Santo Tomas. He served as prosecutor of the Tanud Bayan, now known as the Office of Ombudsman, and became executive judge of Batanga City in 1997 before his appointment to the Court of Appeals. Meanwhile, Carmina, our JBC Malacanang and Ombudsman source is telling us Deputy Special Prosecutor Cornelio Sumido has been appointed Deputy Ombudsman for Luzon. The three have been invited to the mass oath-taking in Malacanang this afternoon. On to our continuing coverage of the 30th Southeast Asian Games. Typhoon Tisoy forced the cancellation of several outdoor sports today in the ongoing SEA Games. But the storm could not stop Agatha Wong of the Philippine Wushu team from claiming her second gold in the competition. ABS-CBN's Willard Chang now joins us live for more on the SEA Games. Willard, over to you. Carmina, despite the bad weather, Team Philippines continues to win medals with the first gold medal of the day coming from Agatha Wong in the Women's Tai Chi Chan event. John Zentgaho, Jones Inso and Thornton Sayan brought home the silver in the men's final Tao Lu competition. 
in women's weightlifting, Margaret Colonial won the silver, as well as Mary Francine Padios in the women's Pencaxilat Senitunggal event, placing second to Indonesia. Chris Samuel Delphine won the gold in the men's open weapon non-traditional anyo for our niece, as well as Mary Allen Aldeguer in the women's division, defeating Vietnam. That brings the latest official medal count of the Philippines as of 12.30 to 41 golds, 21 silver, and 14 bronze medals. Meantime, a number of games have been rescheduled due to the typhoon, including outdoor events in Subic. Sepak Takraw events today have been cancelled, as well as underwater hockey and polo. Skateboarding in Tagaytay has been postponed. Also rescheduled were beach volleyball, kayak, sailing, triathlon and duathlon, modern pentathlon and windsurfing. Proceeding as scheduled meanwhile would be events for billiards, cycling, indoor hockey, archery, arnis, baseball, softball and lawn bowl. In the NBA, the league-leading Milwaukee Bucks blew the struggling New York Knicks to smithereens, 132-88. The Bucks led by as many as 47 points and needed their MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo for just 22 minutes on the floor. Despite the limited playing time, the Greek freak still came through with 29 points and 15 rebounds. Milwaukee won its 12th straight game to improve to 18-3. and The lowly Knicks slipped to 4-17. and Before we go, the Christmas spirit has arrived at the palace. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte led the lighting of the official Malacanang Christmas tree Monday. It stands 40 feet tall and measures 18 feet in diameter. The tree is decorated with stars in the Philippine flag colors of red, white and blue. Duterte added to the festive cheer by announcing a 60,000 peso Christmas bonus for employees of the Office of the President. And that's today's online edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. Don't forget to like and share this video and leave your comments below.